Hi, I'm Stevie W. I'm Callum. This is the High Round Podcast, and we're back. And uh, today we're going to be looking at Rise of Skywalker. You knew it was coming. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Giggity, giggity. <laughs> so, uh, okay, it's been out round about... Actually, it's been about over a month since... That's yeah. As of recording, so I won't be actually reloading these onto our... Onto this. It's going to be all a while since uh, it's been out, and probably out on Blu-ray. But... Uh, so, uh, yeah, okay, so what do we think? Yeah, well, I mean, for us it was always going to be the special one, wasn't it? Because it was the end. But, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I I, really, again, don't see the issue that everyone has. You know, I, I know why they say it, but, it, no, I thought it was a, a, a beautiful ending, actually. I know that sounds really sort of arty-farty, but it really was. It was, it was poetic, I thought. Um. I oh, I I completely agree. I, this is not the ending I expected. I, no, I didn't. I, I remember we've, we've been saying for some time we didn't want Kylo Ren to be redeemed. Yeah. But it, when he he gets redeemed, it 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 makes perfect sense. I've heard some people say it's too long a movie. I'm like, no, it's not. This is perfect. Yeah, it's, I've heard people say that, and I you know I think like I don't I don't get that as a criticism of a film. Like it, the length shouldn't come into it. You know, I mean, maybe in certain circumstances, yeah, but I mean, like a two a three hour rom-com wouldn't work but no. you know something like Star Wars and the end of the saga at least you, you do need that that time to sort of you know send everyone's stories their separate ways at the end and conclude them I, I actually I went into this film uh, very much okay this is going to sound really weird but I went into the film the same way I went into uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that were the Sharon Tate murders I expected I knew the ending yeah. I went into so I was so tense through watching this film I, I went into Rise of Skywalker like I went into uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith expecting me from the the uh, Lucasfilm logo right to the end credits just to be bawling my eyes out because this is the last of the film be really uh, heavily emotional ones even if you look at Return of the Jedi you, you, have, you kill off Jabba the Hutt you kill off Boba Fett I know Boba Fett's not really dead. Yoda, <laughs> then, uh, then Darth, Darth Vader, Vader. yeah, and and you literally characters you either like or love, and you're losing them throughout the whole film. So I, I went into into Skywalker expecting to be overwhelmed emotionally. Yeah, yeah, and, same. And I I ended up coming out of Sky of Rise of Skywalker the first year and thinking this is one of the most fun films I've watched in years. Yeah, yeah, this definitely. is this is where you're gonna hate me. Uh, <laughs> To me, this reminded me of Attack of the Clones. In because I love Attack no, of the Clones. No, I, I get what you mean though. Yeah. Because Attack of the Clones was a fun film, and to me, it was the last truly fun film. No, out of the dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a fun, absolutely fun yeah. film, and that's the only word I can use to describe it. Is it, for me, Attack of the Clones is fun. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I will agree with that. And yeah, yeah. Rise of Skywalker was fun, and I, I found myself laughing as much as I was crying. Yeah. Uh, and that's what surprised me. And I thought, well, maybe this is the first time viewing things, so the second time, then third time. And the fourth time, I, by the time I came to our fourth viewing, I actually went, I, I didn't go and see the fourth, it for the fourth time because I felt obligated to, or because it's the last time I'm gonna see a brand new Skywalker Star Wars movie. Yeah. I went to see uh, Rise of Skywalker for the fourth time because I wanted to have that feeling of fun. Yeah. And I wanted to sit down it was a movie that I truly, I know is is new and it's over months old, and my opinion might. It's a beautiful feeling to go and sit through something that is so much fun and makes me yeah. smile so much, and it, and 
even though the sadness and I vowed that I wasn't going to get upset because I know all the beats no it was hard though isn't but it? There's, there's certain beats in the film that I see and if you look yeah. in the background if you look in the background at the end you see Chewie showing Artu and Sweepy his, his medal yeah, and I'm like yeah. that, that got to me and then I never noticed that Jedi pointed that out yeah yeah, yeah, and yeah that, that bit really ups- not upset me but like choked me up when you see the three of them hugging and it's like yeah. the next generation of you know like from onward from the original because the, those three characters were like the triptych of, of the whole original saga weren't yeah. they you know like you you stuck with these characters for so long and like I'm glad they, they kept that sort of chemistry and that dynamic with the new cast because I was worried about and they really really did well with just having one cast member in each film you yeah. know like as the main cast member I mean I know Carrie was meant to be this one wasn't she but I think eight ended up being hers and Mark Hamill. Definitely. So yeah, no, I think that really worked. I mean, and even the, the Mark Hamill Mark Hamill cameo is is well, not cameo, but you know, like is a really good scene. You oh, know. I think that's really well done. I remember watching the second time, and uh, 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 well, no, no, the third time, and I was thinking, you know, what I've not really looked out for. Has he got his metal? Has he got his uh, yeah, yeah. cybernetic hand? They hide it. Though, they hide it. If you yeah. look any time Luke on the scene, you never see his right hand. You never no. see his hand. I thought that was. That was brilliant. We'll have so the, uh, the the little pedantic fanboys yeah. weeping, wasn't it? He's like, no, 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 no. It, he has his hand up because he's one with the force. <laughs> but they didn't need to show it because it's like... Speaking of one with the force, that was the only criticism. Not a criticism, but like regret I had about this one was um, me and you were really expecting an Anakin cameo yeah, that at nice. some point. And, and you kind of get one, but I, I, I really would have liked to have seen... Kylo and Anakin as a ghost at the end as well, yeah. and with the whole Skywalker clan together, you know, in the last shot. That, and uh, that last shot I love is like just a mirror of Luke yeah. standing. That's my favorite. I mean, as you know, that's my favorite film shot of all time. Yeah. Um, and I, I just like the mirror of that is just so, because I thought it was really, it was really poignant in Last Jedi when Luke dies, yeah. and I never noticed it was a double sunset, yeah. you know, and and I, it's just. It's so great what they do with the imagery, and going back to Tatooine finally at the end because we haven't seen it in no, this trilogy, have we? No, we haven't. I mean, Jakku's a stand-in, isn't it? Yeah. But it, 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 yeah. It's, I mean, well, there's hundreds, there's, there's billions of planets. Out yeah, there. Why do we want to go back to Tatooine? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I, I think Billy, finding out, you know, between the third screen and the fourth screen, that the, the uh, body double for Leia was Billy. Oh Lord. right. So it's Mark and oh, Mark Hamill and Billy Lord doing, uh, you know, doing the, uh, doing the lightsaber during the training. Yeah. It's Billy and Mark. Oh wow! And I was like, that. that kind of welled me up a bit when I watched it the fourth time because it's, uh, yeah, it, it's because uh, just I, nice seeing Leia's saber as well, wasn't it? Oh, that was beautiful. I I even, that was I, quite even though Carrie Fisher never wielded it, I actually, uh, I still want, I, I really want Princess Leia's lightsaber now. Yeah, it's cool, and it puts to rest that whole stupid argument about. Last Jedi, when people were saying things like, "Oh, why is Leia turned into Superman?" You know, like, because she trained as a Jedi. Now we know she did. Like, yeah. why did we need to confirm that? Just because of people it, like that. Because you know what, people, there's a lot. Because because there's a lot. Of, uh, there's a lot of fanboys out there that mm. think that the expanded universe and everything that's oh. ever been written should be in the movies. And you ever try to explain? To be, yeah. have you ever tried to explain it to some of these fanboys that that it film is a different medium yeah. than than books Comics and everything? You and have yeah. to. Uh, it, you know what? I, I, I'm gonna go slightly off uh, track here, but you know what the worst one is? Is Marvel and comic book movies, where comic book fans who 
can't think outside yeah, the box. Yeah, yeah. Or the frame. Yeah, or the frame, sorry, yeah. yeah. You can't think outside the frame that, uh, that everything that's in the comic book has to be in the movies. Yeah. And that you can't... You can't condense that no, much. You have to appeal to a smaller audience. Yeah. You can't say, this has to be like this. Yeah, I'd like th- I think the perfect sort of adaptation is one that can appeal to armchair fans as well. You know, like... People that know nothing about the subject can sit down, watch it, and go, well, that's pretty good. Like they did with the Star Trek reboots. Yeah. Uh, whether you love them or hate them or you think they're too JJized, you know, like. Leave them with a lens flare. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like, he did well with that because he oh, yeah. he wasn't a Star Trek fan. So I think that sort of helped in bringing it to it. I mean, I've had people that don't even like Star Trek watch the reboots and say, oh, I really liked it. It was quite good, like action packed and all that. And, you know, they are, they're good for what they are. I mean, I think it's only Trekkies that don't like them anyway. Cool, because they made Star Trek cool. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I mean, it's that's that sort of. You have to keep it. You have to keep it sort of pared down, so there's no. You don't need to go and read the novel that goes with this film, or, you know, like, I was a bit worried when I found out about Disney Plus that that's what Marvel were doing with the TV series. But when I found out they were just mini series, you know, that's that would that work. Yeah. But um. Yeah, yeah, when there's no mad convoluted backstory, it's why things like Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings find such a hard grasp on their audience, because they have to bombard you with so... You know, fantasy's like that, isn't it? There's so much history and backstory with created worlds that you have to bombard people with a prologue that lasts for ten minutes, or try and get them to somehow understand something through a... um, you know, like a, a an exposition, trees. yeah, or an exposition scene. You know, whereas something like Star Wars, you know, they drop they drop it in lines, like you know, you know the part the t- what is it under twelve parsecs? Yeah, about the man. Oh, you, and then fourteen. You, yeah, fourteen. Sorry, fourteen. But they think, said twelve. Then you're when you're in there, you're going, no, it's twelve. Yeah, yeah, and and you're thinking like, oh, I'd love to see what that looks like, like yeah. from from a throwaway line, and even yeah. you know, like they made Rogue One from a throwaway sentence in yeah. the opening crawl. I think that's. The wonder about the Star Wars universe. Yeah. There's so many things and background characters that you see for seconds that you could have a whole movie about, yeah. you know. And and I think that's wonderful. It's um, there if you want it, yeah. kind of thing. It's not forced on you. Well, you get these ones that want to have everything. The, yeah. the guy in the background in the cantina, it's like he's there. Yeah. You know, they they do lip service to uh, Doctor Evazan and. Uh, uh, yeah, for the barber in, in Rogue, One. Rogue One. Yeah, I like. But that's that. just a throwaway character. It's not like it's like. But but how can they be on yeah. there when they were supposed to be there? And Who cares? Uh, in the yeah. in the timeline, they're not supposed to be there. It's like it's a little bit. It's a little thing for for the for the movie fans. And yeah, Star Wars started out as a movie. I remember I had this argument the other, well, not an argument. Someone came up to me who hasn't even seen seven, seven. He hasn't seen eight or nine. <laughs> a gamer yeah. came up to me uh, in the retail job, and said about how Disney are going to literally. A lot of people come up to you. The, the the geeks, a lot of geeks go up and they say things, and they've not even yeah, seen these films. They go like, yeah. and unsubstantiated. I'm like, and I'm like, uh, actually, Star Wars, and, and and it got my back up. And I said, you know, I just, I actually, I actually, I actually said the first thing was Star Wars started out as films, and I read everything. Star Wars did start out as films, and a lot of people who who just only play the video games or read or the comics, read the comics yeah. they say, well, they don't like the films because of. Of, of uh, what Ryan Johnson did. Yeah. I'm only we. I'm only doing this and this and then, and then then they try and dictate to you what Star yeah. Wars is doing. And, and you thinking, were there before them. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like thinking, you know nothing. You just listen yeah. to rumors on the internet. I it like even when I was a kid, I used to read the expanded universe stuff, but I always had it in my mind that the films were where it ended. Yeah. I I, I could never quite sit with the fact that this happens three years after Return of the Jedi and all that. I just thought, 
it, it's just weird yeah. when they do stuff like that. And even the, the new stuff now that's expanded the universe, I still can't take it as anything but, you know, almost fan fiction. Yeah. It, it comes. It gives me that sort of. Um, it's not to disrespect the authors and artists that do it, you know, but I, I just, it, you know, it's still a bit weird for me. I, I'm a bit of I have a bit of a weird stance on fan fiction anyway. I mean, I'm not totally against it. I just think it's just a strange thing. Like, and I know a lot of authors have made millions out of doing it, haven't they? Oh <laughs> yeah, the chick who wrote, sorry, not the chick. Yeah, James. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got the young lady who wrote the young lady who wrote uh, Fifty Shades Fifty of Shades. Shy. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if you've you got a girlfriend, you'll understand yeah. pain. Yeah, because I'm positive. We'll go back on subject soon, but yeah, I had to, to go to see Fifty Shades. No, I, I had to see the second one. I saw the first. I refused to watch the second one, but I've got. I had to see the first, and out of it, Charles, my fiance, had to go and see uh, Mad Max with me. Yeah, to so be fair, it's because I put mine through Star Wars and you know things like Don't that. Say Lord of the Rings. No, no, she, she refuses to watch, to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yours is refusing to watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have a go at me. Can I just go on no, record no, and say. We have a disagreement yeah. going on at the moment about what Steve watching Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, uh, sorry, what was your favourite part, mate? Nine. Nine? Um, oh, well, I, I. Like with Star Wars, it's always the, the sort of fist pumpy moments. Yeah. And I just love the whole there are more of us scene with Lando. You and everyone you, like you just turns up. Popped big time at uh, my Gentilly's. Just uh, look at I your face. I literally said yes, didn't I? You, literally, <laughs> we're sitting in the yes, cinema. We're, we're, sitting, we're, sitting, we're sitting in the cinema here. And, uh, and Wedge comes on. Uh, I think he says something like, good shot, Lando. So he yeah. doesn't he? And, and I, was, I just immediately went. <laughs> It was. was like, He's the one sort of cameo I was expecting in in all of them. You yeah. know, like I thought he'd be like a resistance general or something yeah. like that. And I used to love Wedge because he's just like he's that guy that survives in the background, yeah. isn't he? But I, like I'd love to see a movie like about him. Like and, and and when he popped up, I just thought, yes, there he is. I think I physically did say yes, yeah. didn't I? But one of my one of my one of my favorite bits was the you know when uh, when they're escaping when. Uh, Chewie and the lot and Chewie like are all escaping, and uh, and you see, and you see this uh, you know, this uh, character beckons them forward. To, to oh yeah yeah. On the I can't remember the name of the planet the uh, sand planet. Yeah. And uh, the character beckons them forward. I knew as I saw it, I was like Lando. Yeah. yeah. No one needs to reveal. I was like yes, you just knew it was Lando because it was a callback to Jedi. Like, yeah, it looked like his his um. Like I don't, it's Jabba guard yeah. outfit, didn't it? Yeah. I was like that. As soon as it was like, it was like, yeah. You, you, you know, because it's ingrained in, yeah, in your psyche. As being soon as you hear him saying "old buddy" or something. Like yeah, that, and I was, like, yes. I was like, Lando, Lando is so cool. He is and cool. That, that got me, that got me buzzing. Any new characters you really liked in it? Yeah, because I'm, I'm really uh of Dio, of course, Dio. Oh, I, Dio, I, Dio, yeah, Dio's cool. Yeah. He did that little downtrodden. It was uh, nice that they sort of did a. An abused droid story yeah. as well, because it's never something you think of, is it? Like, because they're yeah. obviously used like slave labor droids, yeah. aren't they? Even, even like people like, I mean, three PO's treated with a bit more respect, yeah. but you know, they're, they're still tools at the end of the day, aren't they? And you never, they're never. Sometimes three P can be a bit of one yeah, as he well. can be a bit of a tool, yeah. But I mean, they they never sort of acknowledge that in the previous films no. about the the deeper sort of social stuff like that. But I really liked uh, Babu Freak. I was going to say Metal. <laughs> voiced by Shirley Henderson. Yeah, Jeez. I couldn't believe that. Moaning like, Metal, for those yeah. who don't know the name. No. the and bit. Carrie Russell was good as well. Oh, yeah, Carrie Russell as... Uh, 
Zori. Zori. Zori Bliss. Yeah. yeah. There's a bit of spoiler territory. Sorry. Yeah. We should, we, we will put a spoiler yeah, description uh, on. Oh yeah, a bit where Zori's in the uh, in the final battle with Babu. Yeah, I yeah. Like, <laughs> I know. Oh, he was. Oh, Babu was so. Yeah, he's cool. I like when they do the stuff with tiny characters. Yeah. And, like the out there characters. You know, like and it was. I think it was the Porgs in episode eight, wasn't it? They were like the, the out there characters. Yeah, people go on about George Lucas. Um, um, uh, you know, making things in films to sell to sell toys. Then you think, how many fucks do I have lying around the yeah, house? Exactly, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the the thing is, what I like about these new trilogies as well, and Solo especially, um, is in in the New Hope. I think when they're in the canteen, there's far more outrageous looking aliens than there is later on in the series. Yeah. You know, and I think when they originally made it, they just sort of went hell for leather. I mean, I think there was one point that they deleted was a giant cricket or something sitting yeah. at the bar. But I like that, that they brought that back now, that there's outrageous-looking aliens, instead of just... You know, like, Star Trek falls for this, where yeah. it's just people with prosthetics stuck yeah. to their heads, and, you know, they look a bit more alien. But, like, aliens should look alien. You know, yeah. you should go, wow, what the hell is that? You, you walk know? into a cantina on an outward plane. That's what it would look like. you yeah. and everything. Yeah. But that's because what they have, they have lying around, because the budget yeah. of the film was so small. But that, that works in the favour, because, yeah. you know, you have a whole alien species in, like, the... I know we don't like it, but, you know, in the expanded universe. Yeah. That, that, that you see once and then they give a name to it and you're like oh that's what it's called you know, yeah, I love that about Star Wars you look at the from about 96 97 onwards uh, there was a period where uh, they were literally re- releasing loads and loads of, cre- of figurines of the ones for the Kenner ones yeah. Kenner Hasbro uh, the cantina and I'd be going out buying them because I wanted yeah. all the ones because it, it, it was such the, the cantina was so iconic well it's like a collection isn't it yeah. you know like it, I mean that would be the one of the great um, I don't uh, in America if you have shows like this but there's one here called Pointless Yeah. and uh, the other day when I was on break at work they were, one of the questions was um, uh, f- fancy and sci-fi trilogies and yeah. one of the things to get a Pointless answer was cast uh, characters in Star Wars or ca- uh, background characters in Star Wars and I just sat there and thought well I could have got three easy there yeah. you know like but it, I think that's the one that's the great thing about Star Wars is that you know all these background characters even in this trilogy you know there's there's people in the background you could say make make a movie about him yeah. or, you know and you could do that even or John Williams as a bartender oh, that was brilliant <laughs> if you that noticed was, that that was brilliant that's that great was. Yeah. and it's also the rewatch value of this one as well I think is higher than any other because yeah. I think on the third view and I said to you I've just noticed they called that guy Junior the, yeah. the Admiral Akbar yeah. uh, it's obviously his son isn't it yeah. you know and I think I like that I like rewatchability because, and also the scene at the end. You know, I, I really want to go through that with a tooth comb and see yeah. what ships we can see. I know we can see the ghost. Yeah, definitely from from That's Rebels. Very, yeah, you can see it Landon as well at the end. Yeah. But I mean, me, me and you were looking for Slave One, weren't yeah. we? or something like that. I, I was looking. My, my big one for the first two screenings was. We're trying to get his name right. I, I, an actor whose name I can never ever ever get right. Cause I keep Speaking of Lord of the Rings, uh, Dominic Monaghan's yeah. in this. If you, if you like. Isn't he in something else by JJ? Uh, uh, I don't know, actually, is he? There's a Game of Thrones actor as well. Oh, is he? Lin Manuel Miranda. I knew he was in it, and I was like looking for him everywhere to screenings. And Ed Sheeran as well. Yeah, Stormtrooper. He's a Stormtrooper. Yeah, and Inhabitant of Kijimi, uh, Kevin Smith. I haven't found him. I knew where he was, but I could never find him. But Lin Manuel Miranda, he's at the end. Uh, the movie. Oh, right. Right at the and end. the celebration. During the celebration. And it took me. And it was the third. Uh, no, yeah, it was the third screen, actually. No, it's to be fair, they could all be 
um, aliens or something, couldn't they? Yeah, Maybe. actually, he's no. Uh, oh no, not him. I mean, like, but I mean, yeah, Stormtrooper could be anyone, couldn't yeah. he? I mean, but I mean, Kevin Smith could be an alien because there's a lot of aliens on that planet, wasn't it? Yeah, I will. <coughs> as soon as it comes out, up oh, going through Warwick Davis. I think even John Williams has got a character name. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this oh, Omar Tres. Omar Seeing, seeing Wicked. Man. Oh yeah, oh, I love that. Oh. Scene. And you just knew it was yeah. him as well, didn't you? Oh yeah, as soon as he was like, because I'd met him earlier in the uh, earlier in the well earlier in the year at the uh, at the science at the no, that was nice and scientist and the Doctor Who one, at uh, the Return of the Garrison, and uh, he signed my Wicked figure for me. Oh, that's nice. So I've now so I've got a uh, Wicked Funko. It was um J J Abrams, the voice of Dear. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I was oh he was. Oh, and, and we we have to talk about the return of Palpatine. If there's a role someone was born for, it's Ian McDermott as as the Emperor. Like, it, despite how, you know, of all the criticisms of the prequels when they were coming out, yeah. it was Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan was perfect, yeah. and Palpatine just. Whenever he's in yeah. a scene, he just steals the energy out of everyone else, doesn't he? I gotta say, literally I'm, in this one, <laughs> I, was, I was eight years old when Jedi came out. Yeah. And, uh, I, you go around and when we saw it, I just turned 45. And I've never been so scared of oh, scary, Ian McDermott as in this one. Yeah. I really, so anyone who, who gives any BS about it, I'm like, don't talk to me about. No. About, uh, about the Emperor being here with the Emperor. It doesn't look like the Emperor. It's because he's old. Fucking dead. Yeah. In, in the old, oh, and they go, oh, I'm like, I'm like, he scared me in this film. Yeah, and like he, he did never, in the original. He scared me more yeah. in this one than he did in the original. Yeah, yeah. He did, and I, I, he was, and and and, and I just thought absolutely superb performance by him. Yeah, it's the voice, isn't it? Like yeah. I don't know how he does that voice. It's just so guttural, and as soon as you hear it, like it sends chills through your spine. Mm. And I really like the whole sort of the Sith as a cult yeah I really like that you know because I think they were due re-mythologizing in all the expanded universe there's so much crap about the Sith you just don't it just waters down how scary and how evil they are yeah. you know and they should just be like witches yeah. you know or like um, it, it, it very much like I think they may have, have sort of went the other way here and maybe took something from Harry Potter yeah. you know and sort of had the Sith be like the Death Eaters. Yeah. It works more like that. I think that that re- I never thought I'd hear myself say that, but reverse engineering Harry Potter for Star Wars. But I think it really worked that way. Star Wars and Harry Potter are the original trilogy. Yeah, Stars are the same film. They're cousins, aren't they? Yeah. Very Which we will be doing. We should, do a, we should do a pod- Yeah, we should do a podcast on yeah, that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think we will because I've always maintained to loads of people. You know, have you seen Harry Potter? Yeah. Well, then you've seen Star Wars. Yeah. It is. It's the original. <laughs> think, oh, what, what, what are you on about? Like. And there's so many things you can name off, yeah. you know, hero journey wise and four, five, and six are Harry Potter. Yeah, and the ones are the lightsabers. Yeah, you know that's how I always look at it. Anyway, yeah, that could get us into a whole. I got into a blazing row with oh, my first yeah. girlfriend over that. I think Harry Potter fans and Star Wars fans are more similar than they want to admit, aren't they? Sometimes when they get into an argument, in terms of what they're talking about, they are talking about the same yeah. structure, aren't they? But so I don't get people who say I don't I like one but not the other. Yeah, it's give me a break. It, it, it is they are the same. Yeah, it, exactly the same. Yeah. <coughs> In fact, I think Harry Potter suffers a little bit because it's dragged over eight films, whereas Star Wars keeps the you know trilogy is yeah. a nice neat sort of beginning middle end structure, isn't it? Yeah. 
I, mean, I do like the, I do like the Harry Potter. I do books. like Harry Potter. I just think it, I'm sick of seeing it on ITV now, though. <laughs> if those of you in the US, that's like Channel Three over here, and it just constantly plays Harry Potter. Uh, I've got to admit, me, me and Lo- me and my fiance, we have a we have a little bit of a, a tradition. We well, if we if we ever do something Harry Potter related, we will sit down and we'll go through all yeah. of the films. But it's nice to have. It's, it is, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's nice to have those things that she tolerates and she tolerates. The thing is, she does that. But I've got to give. I've got to give, Charles, I've got to give my fiance all the uh, all the credit in the world because every December, round about from like the fifth down about the seventeenth, eighteenth onwards. Yeah. I tend to get a bit, uh, a bit sad. So yeah. 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 So. I always used to start in the middle of in the middle because it's usually linked to the films coming out. Yeah, yeah. So so Charlotte always actually uh, she actually puts up she tolerates well she doesn't she tolerates she understands that this time I will be watching a lot of stuff Carrie Fisher films and yeah and, yeah and we always celebrate every year with watching well we have them for the last couple of years uh, watch uh, bright lights bright lights yeah, on yeah. her anniversary and then we watch which if you haven't seen it is fantastic <laughs> it's so funny isn't it. <laughs> Then we watch uh, Singing in the Rain. The yeah, yeah. After for Debbie, Debbie Reynolds. So if you haven't seen Debbie, if you if you're one of these ones that, uh, that love Star Wars and haven't seen Singing in the Rain, watch oh, Singing in the Rain. Yeah. You'll understand. How, how, one how of the first films I've watched, I think. My, my my nan was someone who got me into films when I was a kid, and so through her, I know all the old studio actors. And you know, if the, if, if an old film comes in, I'll be like, oh, there's something, there's Bogey, and you know, people yeah. are like, who? Like, you know, it's just I. It, having that part of film history in your vocabulary, I really, li- I think it's great, you know, to know where it all comes from yes. today, you know, because let's face it, you know, Star Wars is a mishmash of all that stuff, isn't it? Oh yeah. So, okay, well, this one thing I love doing, but didn't doing didn't podcast for years is yeah. we have we have we have both shared the love of older films. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and out there films, and was was your was your grandmother introduced you to Star to Wars? The those? Yeah, yeah, you do want as well. Yeah. Oh, Starting nice. with Empire, you know, I I, I didn't I, all these famous film franchises. I've never watched them in order. No. Maybe I think Robocop was the only one I did watch first. Th- thank God. But um, I think like I came on Star Wars on Empire. I watched Back to the Future three first. Which fucking worked that out. And then there, uh, you know, like things like I, I and it was like it was a point in time where like now I could never do that. My OCD yeah. would just kill yeah. me. But when I was a kid, I kind of liked. Like with Empire, I kind of like jumping in and not knowing this was the second one, yeah. you know, and being like, "Oh, who's this guy? You know, who's that guy? You know, why is he that guy's dad?" And then, you know, it's it just and Alien as well. I watched Aliens first, yeah. and my my dad. I remember my dad was the one that introduced me to that, and he was he's saying, oh, "I remember going to see the first one of this, and we all thought it was just going to be like Star Wars." Fucking hell, we were wrong <laughs> about that. It came out pale as a sheet. Yeah, but, it, but, it's, it <laughs> but it's that love. Of, yeah, and I think this has captured that episode nine. I mean, I think while we were on the subject to Carrie, we might as well say about how we felt about her I, exit scene. Yeah, I, know, I, I was. I'll be honest. I thought I it was, was really well done, actually. I. I she was in the film longer than I expected. Yeah, definitely. I, and and the way they used the CG yeah. was really good, actually. I must admit, because they would CG'd the background, didn't they? Yeah. Because it's unused footage, I believe. It was unused, and and yeah, I I like the way that she's in the film for a lot. Of yeah. It. And I know yeah. she's hardly got screen time, but I like the way that they managed. What they actually did craft a perfect performance. Yeah. I went into it with Carrie Fisher is no longer with us. Princess Leia is with us. So this is Princess Leia's performance. Yeah, it's her crafted one. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie 
Carrie Fisher didn't. Uh, she never had a script for episode nine. So they, they actually built the performance around. And I went into the film with the... If you look carefully, you can see how characters like uh, General, uh, how Con Lieutenant Connix and Mas Katana and Rose Tico all aid her in the scene. Yeah. But if you uh, if you're looking, or you if you watch see. it, it is a still a great performance. Yeah. The way they did it is a and the way it was all handled. For it, 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 it was a good performance and, and I like the way the character was in all the good moments yeah it's the same it reminded me that of the way that they handled Oliver Reed's death in Gladiator that that was seamless I, I, I remember watching that and not knowing that he died during it you know and then when I watched the making and you know they told him they said about him he went on one last bender and didn't come back you know I just thought wow that wasn't that was like footage from all over that they, you know like because you can do it yeah. you know if you've got the respect and you know that actor I mean, Heath Ledger finished all his scenes, didn't he, for yeah. Dark Knight? So I don't think there was any need for body doubles and stuff. So, But I, I do like when they try and at least finish what it would have looked like or they have enough footage to finish it. And and, and I'm glad they didn't CG her into it body-wise. Yeah. You know, that, that would have been a bit sort of disingenuous. But it was only backgrounds, as far as I could tell, that were CG'd. So. And the only uh, the only face replacement they did, which was from which was from Return the of the Jedi, Carrie. was the uh, young one. Yeah, the which end. is fine. Yeah, because I, that's de aging, isn't it? Yeah, it's not the same as. I I thought it was I, speaking from a from a not from a, as from a fan of Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Uh, rather than a Star Wars fan right now. I thought it was so respectful. Yeah, same. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and 100%. I truly. It was upsetting. Yeah, yeah. In Do you know what? I'll tell you what bit got me. It wasn't even when she sort of, the, the moment her hand falls down yeah. and she dies. It was when R2 beeps, you know, like does his, you know when he does his little sad yeah. thing. And Chewie. when they say, oh, yeah, yeah, when Chewie loses his shit. Because yeah, yeah. like it's like, you, you know, Chewie's the, the yeah. last guy, so, uh, well, apart from Lando, yeah. Chewie's the, the last of the main, you know, yeah. the main cast, you know, and, and he's lost all three of them now, his three best friends. And the scene where um, Maz Kanata says something like "Goodbye, sweet princess" or something yeah. like that, you know, and that the sheet when the sheet goes down, yeah. oh, like, <laughs> lost my shit. It's a, it's yeah. yeah, I think well, you're right though. The Chewy bit is what got me, just because he he just it was mental. Didn't yeah, he? he was us. Yeah, he was yeah. us. He was how how we were feeling, and it was. Yeah, because you see um, Finn go into sort of yeah. touch him, don't you? And he just bats him away. I was I really I was really ah. Uh, that bit I remember coming out of the cinema the first time because and it was it was very <clears throat> I could barely I yeah, could barely talk because it was it, I I was I was I was really overwhelmed and having having Carrie have top billing and yeah uh, that was good yeah I, I couldn't have been I could, as a uh, you know as a as a fan of Star Wars and Carrie Fisher I couldn't have been happier with, with it. yeah it was fantastic it I mean was, I I'm glad they didn't sort of I mean it's sort of funny in a way now the whole red herring from last jedi where they blew up the the bridge yeah you know and we we just sort of we were at midnight weren't we and yeah. we were kind of like did that just happen like they didn't just kill her off did they i'm sure i read they didn't and then oh. when she comes back to you know like consciousness and floats off i thought oh fuck. i was <laughs> thank god i i was i was like i when, think they were sort of playing on yeah. that as a joke weren't they sort of like you think she's dead well yeah. she's not 
I, I had a lot of noise when, I, when that happened because like, I remember sitting down. I actually, I remember going, they filmed all this footage. This is it. This is their little easier. I was sitting there going, no, no, this is, no. No. No, I don't want this. I don't want this. So when she comes back in, I was so relieved. With I the theme as well. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want it. I did not want, to me, the easiest option for Ryan Johnson uh, for Lucasfilm would have been to have, uh, reshoot it. Have, yeah, to, yeah. yeah, that would have been the easy option rather than trying to make a film yeah. so, without yeah, Carrie Fisher there. Like explaining her real life death and, and you, you don't need to do yeah. that. you know. And, and it was great that they... They they kept her in. It was it, it actually they sort of do it in this one, don't they, with Truly, where they fake yeah. you out and oh, immediately we were thinking he's not dead because no. he's in the trailers and different bits and you know and and the, the stupid people were sitting next to us talking all the oh. way through. Oh, I killed all the main cast off now. Like I was just thinking, just get out, like just leave us all to. Oh, just fuck off. Exactly. <laughs> Can I just say something? If you go to a midnight screening, don't talk. Or them. go on your phone. Yeah. Like you've just paid eight quid to go on your yeah. phone for two hours. And if like, someone halfway down the aisle goes, <gasps> yeah. take it as a thing to shut the. Up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because oh, remember I said some ben, pretty much venom stuff when he when that a hole was walking down oh, the stairs at the end. I said I really. Yeah, God, talking throughout a movie, especially that movie as well. Yeah. You know, like, it's like talking through Schindler's List or something, yeah. isn't it? It's just not done. No, and and certain movies you can kind of, when you've seen them a few times, though we talk over them all the time, don't we? But yeah, but not in the cinema. No, not in cinema. No, no. I mean, I think I've only ever sort of whispered something a few times in the cinema. Like you say, I think the funny one for you is Mary Poppins, wasn't it? When you said, "I know the ending." <laughs> to, to yeah, I actually said to my fiance within five minutes because uh, I said, "I just want to know how this going to end." <laughs> <laughs> But was it it's eating obvious. you up so much? It was, yeah. it was like, I just, you know, it, it ruined the film for me because it, it, the ending was so telegraphed. And it and it's sort of like, tell me, I, I, I was really wanting to enjoy Mary Poppins Returns, but when I saw the ending from five minutes in, I was like, okay, I don't really want to watch the rest of it now. It no. was too telegraphed. Do you know, I kind of hate when they put returns on sequels now. Like, the only one that works for me is Batman Returns, Batman returns. as a title, you know. I, I know they're doing it for Robocop Returns mm-hmm. as well, but... I just think it's such a lazy, like, this is a tangent, sorry, but there's such a lazy sequel title, isn't it? Like, yeah, like Return, Return of the King. That's a terrible title. No, that's different. That, that's Return of. Like Return of the Jedi. But that's the only one there is. There is, yeah, if you clerks <laughs> too. <laughs> what did you think of uh, Billy Lord, anyway? Yeah, no, I, I, well, I've always, when I, as soon as I found out she was uh, Leia's daughter, as soon as I found out she was Carrie's daughter, I was kind of like, oh, that's cool. And then when they kept her in episode eight, I yeah. was like, I like this. I like the. Bit She's like the, the sort of, not background character, but, yeah. you know, not main. I like that she had a couple of scenes with yeah. Princess Leia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was nice, wasn't it? I really that 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 got to me, and her poncho remind was very. Oh, I, remember, end, yeah, I yeah. remember when we came out from the 40x that uh, I, I, I said I, I, I said to I said to my fiance, I said I was all right. I mean up until the point where I saw that she was wearing a poncho that reminded me of Princess Leia's yeah. and the music at the end being from Return of the Jedi and that's when it, it got me and, and everything and I said to it, I was, but yeah I thought I thought she was brilliant I think she's kind of like the wedge of this trilogy isn't she yeah. like she's the background person that you sort of think yes I, I, I agree, I've only got so far I mean I've only got two Funkos from episode 9 and one of them is a D3 
Dio, the other one is a Conix. I knew as soon as they made the Conix, I was getting a one. Yeah. I just wanted, I just wanted, uh, I just wanted to have a Conix that I'm going to be putting next to Malaya. Yeah. So, uh, but oh, I got it. Richard E. Grant though. What about Richard oh, I E. Like, Grant? I like. I. You know when they have these like snivelly Tarkin sort of yeah. generals. I love that in Star Wars because they're so pantomime that it wouldn't work any other way. I don't think you know like. And I, yeah, I, th- I thought he was great. I, I like Richard E. Grant. Anyway, oh, he's good. So. I, I've watched him recently because my fiance is a Doctor Who fan. Oh, he's a great intelligence. Simeon, Doctor Simeon, the great intelligence. I, well, okay, I mean, I liked, um, I liked seeing Adrian Edmondson in Black yeah. Jedi. I thought oh, that was really was weird. Good. I was so, hoping he'd be wow, back. Wow, I didn't know he was in this. I was hoping he'd come back. Didn't he get killed when they ran it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he could. Or the holding maneuver, as they refer yeah, to it. No one's ever movie. really dead. No. No one's ever really gone. It's one of those, but yeah. Uh, no, I got it. I know this. Uh, it would have been nice to have had Kelly Tran into it a bit more, but she. Yeah, she was, I'm glad she's still in it. Yeah, you know, we really didn't need the character because it is only three. Yeah, I mean, I mean, without with no disrespect whatsoever to her, because she didn't deserve what happened. Um, but I thought she was kind of superfluous in Last Jedi yeah. as well. She's, I don't know. It's like it's hard, isn't it? It's you. You know that sort of character when as soon as you see it, you just can't explain why. In some films, you know, like. Uh, I think I don't know. There's, there's there must be analogs in other types of films. Like it's like I suppose it's like Winston and Ghostbusters, isn't yeah. it? He doesn't really do very much, but you still count him as part of it. And she's nice. I like the way that she was the moral ground for yeah. Finn. So she was great in yeah, eight. Yeah. She was needed in yeah. eight because she was needed to show Finn eight what was they're the fighting dark for. Form, wasn't yeah. It? yeah. So I, I I think her her, her character was important, but she's she, like Marcus Brody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's kind of pointless, isn't he? But we we still need, we still like him. Yeah, we but I think we need Rose Tico in eight for for Finn's arc. Yeah, yeah. So, but when it came to nine, uh, Finn was a leader now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, she was and she was more needed in the background. So. Yeah, because I mean retroactively, I, that was one of my least favorite arcs of episode eight was Finn's sort of like you know coming to terms with everything, but then seeing it come full circle in this one yeah. it's made me want to go back and watch it now to yeah. see if it is actually better than I remember kind of thing that arc you know and there's a lot about 8 now that nine's now that it's finished that I will go back and sort of maybe reappraise I mean I love 8 like you do yeah. but for me there was still some niggly parts you know and maybe going back now I'll kind of be like oh I've got my fun back now sort of yeah. you know I, I, I did a on my in the geek room I did I run down a uh, of Star Wars films. Yeah. And I actually knocked uh, Last Jedi out of my top five because, you know, I, believe, I, I you know, for me, in terms, it's not in terms, if we're going to do it in terms of, of impact and things, then, then Sky, uh, Last Jedi would be probably in the top three. Yeah. But in terms of fun value and, and watchability, it's dark, but I, I found things, but it, you know, it, it's not as fun. Yeah. In terms of if you want to watch films, if you wanted to watch like in terms of importance, you would I would like said top three for for Last Jedi, but in terms of fun, it for me it ranks at about number six. Yeah, I think it sort of brought that original trilogy style feel of fun, didn't it? Back, you know, because I mean, if even Empire, even though it's the dark one, you know, it's still so much fun. Yeah. You know, and that's something. I don't think any of the subsequent films have kind of captured as well. Maybe Rogue One and Solo were kind of going in that direction. You know, like Rogue One, you had the nostalgia of the Empire again, and and that was a great film anyway. 
but like I think with Solo they were kind of trying to go with the original sort of like yeah. oh Hans and you know like an adventure that yeah. and that's what Star Wars was originally you know it wasn't this deep sort of meditation on things and all these deep plates going <laughs> yeah yeah us. and ruined it for us yeah, everybody that, but, um, that decided they weren't going to go see Solo on the, on the, in the cinema right? yeah, and, uh, because they didn't like episode 8 thank you we no longer have Solo movies yeah standalone. which yeah. I wanted to see a trilogy of yeah me too because yeah. I actually thought that it was bloody right oh, speaking of Solo the Han cameo what did you think of that I really not be for six. I did not expect that. Did not see it. And it was done quite well actually, yeah. wasn't it? I, it wasn't it, plugged in. It was organic. Yeah. It was very. Organic. And it, it is very like it, it is in his head, isn't it? It's not yeah. like he's not actually there. Because I've heard like I, I saw the inevitable criticism of like oh Han's not force sensitive like. Is that? He says I'm in your mem. I'm in like you're yeah. just in my memory. Yes. Yeah. And. Now, you know what? I, I, I'm going to say, I've said on other things, is that something I read, I really wish I'd kept that source now, that people went into this film either hating it or loving it. You knew what you were, you knew what you were going to think of. If you were, I'm sorry, if, other than general public, of course, if you were a fanboy, you went into it knowing what you were going to think before you even, before you even sat in that yeah, yeah. cinema. And, and this is, this is, but I think you know if you're listening to this, you obviously uh, either you either either one of us lot fanboy, you have a fanboy, or fangirl, or fan person, however whatever, yeah, however you define yourself, or you're watching this, or you're you're listening to this because uh, you're interested in films and film and everything like what, but for people for myself. And I think for you, you went into we go into when we do the, when we do films, we go into them with a, a pretty much a clean slate. Yeah, as clean as we'll we make can. Our, yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to love something, but I might come out of it not feeling the same way. I wanted to, I wanted to love 1917. I really wanted to. Yeah, I yeah. went into those films wanting to love them. Terminator I came out with thinking I wish I'd never bought the ticket. 1917 I came out of, and I know everyone is heaping a lot of praise on this. But I came out of 1917 thinking it was just uh, Saving Private Ryan Light. As beautiful as it was, I thought the story let it down. And I wanted to go into that. So, but with, yeah. with 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 Rise of Skywalker, I wanted to love Rise of Skywalker. I ended up coming out of Rise of Skywalker loving it in a better way yeah, than I went into than it. You originally I, thought, yeah. I wanted to love it but it's going to be dark so I'm going to not maybe yeah but I ended up coming out of Rise of Skywalker going I can't wait to see this film again because this is so much fun and it's making me feel good about myself yeah. and I really want to sit through this film again and you know I, I, as much as you know people say like episode 7 is the weak one you know, I say that that's what that brought back though the fun like I remember watching that and thinking Wow, I've actually just watched a Star Wars film and had fun for the first time in ten years. And well, not ten years, but oh yeah, it was ten years. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, you know, it gets dismissed as sort of like, oh, it's just a remake of a New Hope. But I, I think it needed that. It needed to bring that fun back. Yeah. Because, you know, if it had just been, if it had been too serious, it would have just been another prequel. And if it had just been the new cast, I think people would have dismissed it. Whereas it had the weight of having Han in it for yeah. maybe half an hour yeah. 40 minutes 
and sort of handing the torch over kind of aspect rather than I'll oh, just put Han in after 40 minutes and you can watch him and Chewie yeah. shoot some soldiers <laughs> you know they they included the new cast with it and you got the Leia cameo yeah. you know like you were like oh yes Leia that and bit C-3PO when you and you know and, and it, it was they were introduced slightly yeah. and, and it needed that you know I think you know, as soon as that drop, as soon as they, that drop shit landed, yeah, you seven, knew it was I be. knew who was going to be on there. I must admit, I that th- touched me. I thought when they said, um, uh, what was it? Yeah, when he was on about Maz Kanata and he yeah. says, I haven't spoke to her in years. Yeah. I thought, oh, this is going to be Leia. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like even characters like uh, she, I love Maz Kanata as well. Yeah. She's cool. I like the Peter Neon girl. So yeah, she, she's <coughs> she is great. Yeah. For me, I mean, I, I'm going to disagree slightly. I enjoyed episode seven, especially for uh, like I said, there's no when I did my thing for in the geek room, I actually said that because I put the uh, I put uh, Skywalker, oh, sorry, Skywalker. I put uh, Force Awakens. I think I might put that last if, I, if I'm right. But it's not a criticism. No, but there's not yeah. a criticism because if for, on any of other things, sticking Rise of the Sink, sorry, sticking uh, Force Awakens last on any other thing would you know on any other compared to any other movie is still higher up than most movies oh yeah but uh, i mean the princess leia and and so let me for the first time think that's absolutely superb the end is superb but for me rogue one was the film oh rogue one that is like the one that said star wars is back i love star wars star wars has gone from being a film that hack pardon i suppose it went back to being hack for a bit didn't it yeah the pre Again, we've sort of reappraised the prequels, and that we now From think they're quite genius. From but 2005 to 2015, there's ten years. Kind of dead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Clone Wars and and Rebels sort of uh, Clone Wars for me brought it back yeah. in a big way. You know, f- thinking, wow, they can do this animated. They yeah. can certainly go back to Star Wars now, and they did. You know, and and Rebels is great as well. But I'm gonna binge watch those. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, it's just you know, it, w- with that again, it's it's the nostalgia. Like they bring back the original actors to do their voices where they can. Yeah. You know, ironically, I think the only one they don't bring back is Gary Fisher. Yeah, but yeah. you know, they've got they've got Jimmy Smith as Bail Organa. They've oh, got yeah. James Earl Jones playing Darth Vader. Billy D. You know, it's all the original people, and it sort of makes you think, wow, they can do this animated. What? Why? What's the reason they can't? There's no reason they can't do it again. And then they brought they proved that to me with Force Awakens. I mean, I was worried going in, like, what's going to go on with this? You know, yeah. like, but I remember, like, I, I think I went with a couple of other friends it wasn't midnight but we, it was the first night it came out and we were fist pumping and we yeah. were cheering and I thought I haven't felt this for a long time I mean, a was, long time Force Awakens was the, the it was the, a make or break for you wasn't it yeah there was the uh, it was the first time since in Kenya in let's say since 2002 since 2006 that I actually felt like a a Star Wars fan again. I yeah, think, it I was, was okay to be a Star Wars yeah, fan again. Yeah, because I did. I thought the quality of everything went down the crap. Right, right oh, definitely. Crap yeah. But that's one thing I did like about uh, Force Awakens as well. It brought back, you know, like they started using models again. Yeah, and they brought John Williams back, and everything you knew was there. And they just mixed it up, you know. And it's not perfect. There are some, like it is a little bit too much, like a New Hope in some scenes, but. It's not to the detriment, in my opinion. I mean, uh, that's kind of what pissed me off of all the fans, is where they say, oh, it's too much like, you know, New Hope. 
and then they brought out Last Jedi and did ev- did loads of radical things. Oh, it's too different. No, I'm not gonna watch this. Um, what do you want? Not my Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, I'll sod off. Like no, my Luke Skywalker. I'm not that's kind of what why I think Rogue One simultaneously heightened and killed it because they did the great one too early. Mm. You know, I'm not saying they should have made deliberately shit ones, but yeah. you know, I think Rogue One was such a peak that it was yeah, hard yeah. to beat. You know. Thank you, John Knoll, for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but, I mean, just the, the way, you know, like, even the way it just caught, you know, it's minutes behind A New Hope. Yeah. And that ending is so perfect. And oh, yeah. Just, you know, we finally got to see what Vader could do. And things like that, you know, I think that's what they brought back for Nine. Yeah. Got to see the Emperor again. You know, we got to say goodbye to, to the last main character. But I didn't like the Emperor because he didn't look like the Emperor. He's a zombie. Yeah. Oh, and and you know I've heard people saying like oh he's a clone and it doesn't say that explicitly like it could he's be not a clone he survived the, he survived the pit God yeah or like it's I, that's what I liked as well I think that's the one we went like, no that was someone we went cinema we went to see it yeah. where he actually said that he was a clone until then dictating to us I think they were actually sort of hinting at the fact that in the past there's been stories about that but I think it's more no like, no but it's the expanded universe the expanded universe says this must so be gospel be yeah. but I actually think they were more hitting that Snoke was a clone in it Snoke was Did a you clone. see that sort yeah. of Snoke, Snoke in the Snoke maximizing Snoke was a clone yeah I, I think he was I mean and I don't it doesn't at first I was kind of thinking if Palpatine's a clone it's not going to bother me that much if it's his spirit then it's going to annoy me and it actually didn't bother me that much when he said you know like they were talking about spirits passing into people because the Sith have always been kind of witchcrafty haven't they yeah. you know like con- controlling life is, is, is really witchcrafty and the idea that you know uh, not Finn what's his name Kylo and Rey are kind of they call it a dyad in the force yeah. you know they're two two in a million and it only happens once every generation I like that because it's going oh, back to the chosen one thing isn't it yeah and so except for this time there's a chosen yeah chosen two. two and seeing his eyes go red when he regenerates oh that's creepy wasn't it uh. yeah uh, the uh, the path to the dark side was some yeah pathway to many of them yeah I like that they used that from Sith again oh, and the whole it. the Vader voice as well oh I just just go see it if you haven't seen it we probably spoiled it if you haven't seen yeah, it yeah we I, did I, say it at the start so it's your own fault yeah <laughs> you ruined it for yourself so I actually listened to this before you saw the film no it was, I, I I really loved it I, now, I I'm still struggling to find there must be things in there that I can probably maybe in the future say that wasn't so good, but I, I can't find any at the moment. Well, okay, I, I, mean, I just wanted to stop just to tell a little story, which I want me and you to do when it comes out on Blu-ray, and we'll go commentary it when, we, when it comes oh, yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, uh, where a, anybody who knows me, who knows the greatest film ever made, in my opinion, say this is in my opinion, greatest film ever made is Schindler's List. Yeah. Now, we went cinema last year, to see Schindler's List for his anniversary and I went into this film because I'm watching it on a big screen with an agenda I never told you at the time oh yeah and I never yeah. told my fiance but my agenda was this film is not perfect I will find something wrong with it I walked out of the film and to me Schindler's List still a perfect movie yeah there was nothing there was nothing that I could find no. I could not I, I'm the same with A New Hope. I went through that film and I, I can't remember what it was. I picked up one little tiny little thing that was so 
Wasn't it, was it more pacing related than actual? No, no, and the pacing was uh, the pacing slow anyway. But it was it was a character something the character did, and I thought you could have ended it all there. And oh yeah, I, but there's loads of that in things, yeah, isn't there? Like I was, you know, like, like, I was nitpicking. Uh, I was nitpicking. Not to annoy you even more again by referencing it, but I don't know if you know there's a plot hole in Lord of the Rings where they say couldn't the eagles have just flown yeah. into Mordor? You know? Yeah. And you. you who cares? Like me when I'm, when when you're trying to get my fiance to make me watch the films. Yeah, I care. <laughs> well, they on the it's your fault, but I actually care. So yeah, it's just I mean, they're the sort of potholes that you ignore. You know, the, the the suspension of disbelief, isn't it? Like the whole um, Big Bang Theory thing about Raiders of the Lost Ark about Indy not being good. Yeah, you need it. Like, who cares if they would have all just died anyway? It's it's. Certain things need to be there. Life's a journey, not a destination. Exactly. Quote, like yeah. An Aerosmith song. Okay, that's good. I like that. And uh, if you don't like Raiders of the Lost Ark, you're entitled to your opinion on this one. You're entitled to Yeah, it's wrong, wrong, but you're entitled to it. <laughs> 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 together. Boom. That's <laughs> uh, so just high-fiving. You wonder what that loud noise was. Uh, no. I've got to say, because you mentioned Raiders of the Lost Ark. Why did you have to mention Raiders of the Lost Ark? So I'm going to have to say this. Best sound, best score ever made, in it's my good, opinion, along with Empire. Good score. But yeah, I have to say that, because you mentioned Raiders of the Lost Ark, and it's a brilliant film. It's got the, what is regarded as the greatest exposition yeah. film. Oh, but, the, the, yeah, the Blackboard. So yeah, we are, yeah, we are going, this, when, when, uh, when Rise of Skywalker comes out on Blu-ray, we'll, uh, what we'll do is, we'll, we'll, we'll do a commentary with it, for it, and we'll see if we can pick holes in anything. But, yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, at this very moment in time that the only thing I could find was the ghosts should have been at the end but that's more a should have in my fanboy yeah. head than you know I would have liked to have seen like I think any. at the end of yeah at the end of Last Jedi I was kind of thinking I would like to have seen Luke go nuts with his lightsaber but then yeah. upon reflection I was kind of like doesn't serve the story no. do we need to see it would we like to see it yes yeah. but yeah I like Luke's Western style stand. I do. I, really I, love it, yeah. I think it's just he needed to be Obi Wan, didn't he? Yeah, but it's not nice with Skywalker <laughs> because of obviously he's having really watched the other films before. They yeah. said that all Jedi's completely going to retreat when they lose one battle. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not your Luke Skywalker. So it's not your Yoda. It's not your Obi Wan Kenobi. So it's alright. He's just yeah, doing what no his worries. mentors were doing. Yeah, and you know I, I like the fact that even Ray sort of says, "I'm going to you're right. I'm going to do what you did." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's that him was, that has to say. No, no, don't do that. Uh, yeah, but that, that's exactly that's that's sort of like that's like say, that's, I think that was JJ's way of sticking his middle finger up to the fanboys. Yeah, and that's not the Jedi way. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you find out he is the Jedi way. Yeah, but that, that that's that's the sort of you know I I never found shame in the fact that Yoda had to retreat or no. that Obi Wan had to run away. You know, because that's the only way they ha- they could move their beliefs onto the next generation, exactly. isn't it? And I, I always like the Jedi in that respect because they are a live to fight another day kind of. It's the Sith that are all or nothing, you know. Yeah. Let's die in a blaze of glory and. <clears throat> well, yeah. You know, it's just they're fanatics on it. Yeah, what did you think of? Uh, oh, it didn't bother me. In fact, it was one of my original theories. Yeah. I don't usually go a bundle with these fan theories, yeah. but there was in my head originally a whole. I'd like it if she was related to a bad character. Yeah. And it, they ended up doing it, and I kind of liked that, you know. I I never never got the impression, you know. There was loads of people that said to me, "She's going to be Luke's daughter." I never, no. that never ever, 
I think the whole Rise of Skywalker title thing as yeah. well, people thought saw of that as confirmation and yeah. I never bought into it. I like the way her parents were nobodies. Yeah. And and it's from a certain point of view. Yeah. Is which is what Star Wars is, yeah. isn't it? It's her it's her granddaddy that was a, a somebody. Lord. Yeah. And I, I like I, the fact that, you know, Palpatine's son kind of thought, Fuck this guy, like yeah. I hate him. <laughs> and he and he, and yet Palpatine puts the hit on his own son. Yeah, because that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah, uh, and the whole that it's the it's it's the and basically dismissing uh, Anakin. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, and I thought that was yeah. Uh, and having the you know the offspring of them, there was being the ones that the the defeat at the end. So I thought that yeah. was and together, and I got rid of it. Uh, Adam Driver. Oh. I've I, I always I've I'm the first to admit when I'm wrong, and I and I was so wrong. I was saying there's no way Kylo can have his. He, it won't work for me if Kylo doesn't have his. Redemption yeah, I arc. think we didn't and want it. To we didn't want it at it. all. We've yeah. had this conversation quite a few times about how we, we Kylo bad. Kylo and, yeah. yeah, we love. I remember for so long we were going. Uh, we both agreed that we love Adam Driver, but we hate Kylo Ren. Yeah. But now it's like I, I kind of like I kind I of it was, it was more along the lines of you can't fuck with Han Solo and no. get redeemed, you know. But it works. Yeah, it does. It does work because <coughs> by having that scene with Han, yeah, <coughs> you know he still is conflicted about what he's doing. I mean, even in Last Jedi, when he goes to kill Leia, he doesn't. Exactly. It's the other Tie fighters that fire, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I like the fact that he's for the first time we saw a dark side character struggling with the light side pulling yeah. him instead of a light side character you know like because we've seen that with Anakin haven't we yeah. and Luke even to some extent but it was nice to see the opposite way around yeah it was really sort of brave to do that I think and that was good and it, it was I never thought of that until you just said it just then that's, that's superb yeah that is a great reading that it is, is yeah I mean it's nice reading. to see a bad guy get pulled yeah by the light for a yeah. side for a change it's always the other way around isn't it and it's a good it was a good it, it, it aided to a great redemption arc yeah Adam Driver when I'm sorry, you are well in the spoiler territory. So if you haven't switched off by now, a bit where, where Ray puts the lightsaber behind and he picks it up, boom! I yeah, like, I love that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That. So like even the way he sort of when you see the Knights of Ren and yeah. he's kind of like, shrugs yeah. his shoulders. Yeah. Like, sorry guys. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's. Oh, I, I mean, I love Adam Driver ever since. Uh, uh, oh, he's a fantastic actor. Black Klansman. Oh, he's great. Oh, in and even for his little small part in Inside Lewin Davis, I've had oh, a yeah. thing for him since that. I thought, if you haven't seen Inside Lewin Davis, type in, go on YouTube, uh, Inside Lewin Davis, Adam Driver. There's a great uh, scene where him singing with Justin Timberlake and Oscar Isaac. Yeah, so with Toe Dameron. Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely, I, I love him for that. I love him. That just, he's not hardly in Inside Lewin, but Adam Driver. Yeah, he's um, absolutely love. Wasn't him. he a Marine? Yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's a really sort of weird journey, isn't it? Yeah, I, hear. I will watch Marriage Story. That's in my, uh, might watch it another day. Yeah, I, Adam Driver's one of those really distinctive sort of actors, isn't he? Like, he, he really sort of steals the scene in a yeah. lot of films, doesn't he? But he's good. I like him. I really like him. But I like it. I love Inside Living Davis. So it's sort of like anyone that's attached. To watch. That's, yeah. that's on our watch list. I yeah. Think. Yeah. And it, oh, and that's another thing I meant to, to say, like saying goodbye to General Hux. You know, yeah, he is this stooge, isn't he? And oh. He goes out like a stooge, doesn't yeah. he? But he's... Richard E. Grant just destroys him, doesn't he? But he's uh, the Domino Gleason is. Yeah, he's good. Though. 
can I just put a shout out to a film I really really like right now Ex Machina no yep you said it was it yeah, yeah it's Ex Machina I thought I was going to be that, yeah. Ex Machina I'm, I'm just going to go and say watch Ex Machina I love that film I said, do you know what weirdly on a tangent it's a film I just can't bring myself you know emotionally to go back and watch again because I know how it ends yeah and it's such a gut punch ending isn't yeah. it you know like Please, you you think it's going one way and it just flips on you Watch X Machina, you'll understand what we're seeing, but I really don't want to spoil X Machina. No, I know, yeah, yeah. Same with um, it's the gut punch I I liked to inflict on you for Night of the Living Dead. Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> see that coming? Okay, if you had uh, got, the story is I didn't see until Night of the Living Dead till last year. It's one yeah, of the yeah. Ones that I thought I knew the ending of. Then the ending comes along and wow, yeah. Wow. So anybody that writes off Night of the Living Dead and uh, George Romero as being a one-trick pony. Watch Night of the Living Dead, you'll find out exactly how that is one of the greatest horror films ever made, and it's a great social commentary, especially the end. Yeah, I I mean, it's a superb piece of filmmaking. For me, like, Dawn of the Dead is my favourite horror film of all time, but it's in the same vein as Empire is my favourite Star Wars film, but the best one. And I think Night of the Living Dead is the Star Wars of horror. Yeah. You know, it's it's the reignition of that sort of. We didn't know we needed it, but we did. It's perfection. The ending yeah. of that film is perfection. That was a little tangent, but you know it is related to that sort of. I like it. That's what I like Star about Wars effect. That's what I like about doing these podcasts. Is when we, we actually are. Uh, I love it when I watch things and I'm, I'm introduced to other things, and I'm hoping that through listening to these podcasts, you will be you, yeah, yeah, you'll go and find these other things. I think Night of Living Dead is one of those films you think you know the story. Yeah. You think you've seen it. And you really haven't. You know, like it's it's more of the Frankenstein thing than it is Star Wars. I think you know where you think you know the story. And yeah. You actually maybe don't. No. Oh no, I didn't you know. Know. see the ending. Yeah. I think. Okay, I'm gonna. Because you just yawned, I think. Really. No, no, it wasn't through boredom. It was just. No. I think it was just a. Because it's dark outside. Yes, I, 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 yeah, I. Kind of, uh, I'm kind of needing to take a break in a minute. Yeah, yeah. For for reasons why I've been drinking a bottle of milk, which is, that, that <laughs> likes to explain why I need to take a break. Oh, I drink milk as well out of the bottle, so, so much but, time mum's annoying. I just want to, uh, uh, yeah, I know I want to drink some milk, so we're uh, in the house. So, uh, I just want to sum this up by just saying, you know, I mean, we're probably going to do another one of these soon. Oh yeah, I'd kind of not steal your thunder, but the best way to sum up is to say, go see it for yourself. Yeah. Don't listen to it. Don't even listen to us, you know. Go see it for yourself. Like it or don't like it on your own merits. Don't go into it thinking people have said this about it. People have said, you know, Stevie and Callum have said this about it, so it must be good. Don't even think that, you know. Um, Think whatever you want to think. That's the way I would sum up. Yeah, yeah, I used to basically say everything I was thinking. And the thing is, this is the beauty is if you do disagree with someone, don't try and that's okay yeah yeah don't i think the people who force their opinions especially with these movies because everybody Mm. has their own own, everybody thinks they have ownership over it is that my opinion is right so yours is wrong and yeah i'm trying to we need to to think like this yeah we need to start getting out of that again don't we you know yeah this whole sort of trump era um Anything that I say is right and everything you yeah, say is wrong, yeah. so I'm going to hate you for it. Yeah, we need to sort of start getting out of that again, because even I've started, not to do it, but there are certain things where I do do it, 
and I didn't know I've done it and I realised oh shit maybe I shouldn't have done that you know like I, I, we don't want to force on you you know cause, because going into Star Wars and going that's nah, untouchable because is, is just as yeah. bad as saying it's shit because dot 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 you know we don't want that to come across that that's what we're doing this so is... you go see it and like it or don't like it on your own merits you know don't even let us kind of influence you any other way yeah. and I'll just go a little bit off tangent and say we uh, we have a running joke about <laughs> Attack of the Clones <laughs> yeah um, the uh, quote mark feud yeah this is the uh, <laughs> one that the thing is, if you don't like something, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. We 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 joke about this all the time, you know, and uh, and we there's no venom or no heat attached to it. And, yeah. And I uh, the only the only the only film that I can think if it comes to something is because the end of the day it's entertainment and education. If we're looking at some films, of course it is. Yeah. There's only one film that that I could actually fall out with someone over and that is Schindler's List that's the only thing mm, yeah I and mean only if you, because that's only the only the only sort of probably the only the only argument I would ever sort of maybe go yeah fair enough that's a good point um, related to the whole we'll never watch it because blah 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 is you know and I've had to you know I'm trying to get my fiance to watch it because of the importance of it and her argument is a valid argument where she sort of, you know, she suffers from anxiety. Yeah. So I think she, if she watched that in the wrong frame of mind, that could, well, that's quite yeah. a bad setback, isn't it? That's it's not the film you would watch if you were depressed or if you were clinically depressed. You know, you wouldn't be like, I'm going to go watch Schindler's List, would you? You know, I know. You'd watch something happy, wouldn't you? Deliberately. There are films that I refuse to watch for that reason. Oh yeah, definitely. And I, I, I totally understand that I do, but. If someone was to say I'm basically disrespecting this list for, for, for you know had seen it, well, had better seen run it away <laughs> because yeah. it's purely educational and for the way society is at the moment, I think it's 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 it's, it's very important. I think it is, and but that's off subject. That is going off, uh, but I completely agree. If you if if you like if you don't like. Uh, I have these uh, episode nine. It's your, it's your opinion. It really is. Yeah, I mean, if we all, I, it, it goes the other way. If we all liked it, boring world as well, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Like, if there's no conflict in our world, respectable conflict in terms of cultural and social, then how boring would our world be? We'd all be just little. We're all going to be watching X Factor. We'd all be little Palpatines running yeah. around. We like. Got to take one thing. I, I, I'm going to call this the PS part of this. We did a we did a, a podcast, a ten minute one, which uh, we, we, which we're going to start again soon. No, uh, we will. Yeah, there'll be. But we did there. a podcast, and it was not one that was thought out that well because it was our favorite Batman. <laughs> yeah. You always like talking we, ten minutes when you both agree on the same thing. It's sort is of yeah, boring. We, we couldn't bring ourselves to disagree on that. Oh, it was, it was. I, I say boring. Listen to it. You'll just find it. We're kissing Michael Keaton's ass, and. You know, and I like what, what an ass. Yeah, it is. But, uh, but yeah. at least it's not like an ass like they have in Joel Schumacher ones. When, oh, uh, God, yeah. But, uh, that ass. But I find films when we're, when we're podcasting is 
the most fun I actually have it is when we're arguing. Yeah, there's an honesty though, isn't there? And it's like, fun. Yeah. There's. Yeah. It's it makes more fun. It's honest. Yeah. Isn't it? You know. It you know, because we can always even say hard. It's hard because I, I would have to go and think about it. But you know, even something like we brought Braids the Lost Ark earlier. Could we find? Sorry, I keep yawning. I do apologise. Could we find? Um, is there a point where we could go and watch Raiders and go? Maybe that bit's not as good or held up. You know, like something like that. You know, this maybe is, not. I stop picking on Raiders, but no, this is a challenge then. Okay, we uh, we're going to sit we? down, we need to watch challenge Raiders, ourselves, challenge push ourselves, ourselves more. to uh, watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, and we'll podcast yeah. it as we're doing it. Uh, we'll watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, and we're going to. Not, this is not necessarily because it won't affect the enjoyment of the film, but we're going to see no. if we can find faults in yeah. a film that we truly love. Yeah, or like something like Ghostbusters as well. We like them because... I think we like them because there's a reason... You know, like, they came at a point in our, sort of our development. Yeah. They're, they're what I would call developmental films. Because even though I wasn't around for the original screenings... They're still developmental for yeah. me, you know. Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, Indie, Star Wars, wasn't there for the originals, mm-hmm. but I feel like they were. You know, it's weird because that it's what Disney does, yeah. and I think Disney did it first, where you feel like you've always been around, even for something like Snow White. Yeah, I mean, crazy because you couldn't have been, but you feel like you were. I, it's weird. It's hard to explain, but horror is like that for me as well. Yeah. That was my like. I love horror, and that's like it's always been a it's always been good to me. Yeah. And like something like Halloween or Dawn of the Dead, I feel like I was there, even though I was no reason I could. Been in your life for the whole. Yeah, time. yeah. I mean, in reality, yeah. I was swimming around in my dad's balls. Yeah. So. <laughs> Without being rude. Um, <laughs> that's a good analogy. So there's no way I could. So technically, you were possibly. actually your DNA was there. I was there. Your yeah, DNA but was, I was there. Uh, dad's ball. You mentioned Raiders. You mentioned Raiders, Indiana Jones, and Back to the Future, and Ghostbusters. Yeah. That's my try. That's my. That was oh, they were the like three films after the holy like trifecta that you could possibly ever criticize. Yeah. They were the ones that came after Star Wars. That yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I and I and I do think like it's nice to sort of challenge the good films now and again. You know. Yeah. We've made a point of saying in our own time as well how much we don't like things like, you know, like pivotal, iconic films like The Godfather. Mm. Don't like it. Really don't like it. Don't like The Shawshank Redemption. I will watch Do I feel like I'm alone I've been avoiding that. that. I mean, it's like some people have about avoiding films like Shinder's List. I'm like, I have avoided avoided, uh, Citizen Kane, but I've got it in my head. I have to watch it. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 totally. But like, how many times, like, I've went around work and said to people really don't like the Shawshank Redemption what the hell you know like, what are you doing with your life just don't like it you, you know I've got staring at me and I've got to find time to watch it because I bought it the other day I bought it just before Christmas actually no just after I bought the, box, the two Alfred Hitchcock box sets oh. it's staring at me every day to oh, start watching yeah. them but Hitchcock's the same you know like I think you realise you know there are Hitchcock films that you think wasn't as good as I remember yeah. but because of who Hitchcock is is more why we revere them, I think. I got a bit of Northwest, my favourite. Oh, Northwest. And I'm one of my favourite Hitchcock movies, but yeah. I am going to 
Me and I've been told I'm not allowed to watch the Hitchcock films about my fiance. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like you know, go go back and sort of think, you know, like Psycho is my untouchable Hitchcock film, and maybe that's boring because everyone likes Psycho. Oh. Like Pulp Fiction is my untouchable Tarantino film. Um, slowly, slowly being overtaken by Once Upon a Time is my favourite though. Jackie I must admit, Brown. I must admit to you. You brought me around to that. Yeah, it was Jackie but, Brown for years now. Yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, even like Jackie Brown used to be my least favorite with Death Proof. Yeah. Watching them again, I like Death Proof now, yeah. and I like, I love Jackie Brown. Do you know it's the it's what you said, what we talked about in our soundtrack yeah. episode. I think a soundtrack can totally change the way you think about yeah. a film, and Jackie Brown really has changed. <laughs> I can't say Jackie Brown without Jackie saying Brown. it the way you say it as well. Um, yeah, no, 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 I love but. Brown. I think that's great, yeah. Rewatching that, you know, Jack Brown's a stronger, stronger film because of that. De Niro's a biatch in the film. Yeah, it's weird. And it's good to see films like that where you maybe change your opinion yeah. over the years, you know. Maybe I will change my opinion when I said Skywalker, but that's what film is great for. And you can change your opinion. I actually said that, I'm sorry, I, go, I will, try, if I remember wrong, I put a link into my In the Geek Room top 10, in top 11 Star Wars films. I actually said in that one that eventually my opinion might have changed. It's yeah. just now. And it's fine. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. Well, we did this with. We watched Robocop do two of the other days. Yeah, we? we were like. Terrible yeah, film. It's bad, but like. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and you know, like, you can do that with your favourite films. Yeah. You can change your opinion. Do you know, the best sort of anecdote I have for this is Power Rangers. And let yeah. me explain why. Because Power Rangers was untouchable to me years ago. Like, if you literally even even you know put your foot on pirates in any way shape or form that made me think you were sort of dissing it i would be out the room and you would be an arsehole yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean though yeah. like and and then when i did sort of say when it did come to netflix you know it's the one thing i was like i want power rangers now i want to yeah. watch it rewatch it um rewatched it thought this is shy <laughs> why did they ever like this yeah. but you, there is a reason you do like it's not rational that you like or don't like you know it's hard to explain why you like something in the first place yeah. when it is so trash you know I, I mean where were you at the oh. time of your life yeah yeah it's definitely that that is 100% I got the complete opposite for that for you now uh, Doctor Who okay yeah I watched it during the 80s up to about the Davidson era Peter Davidson era then uh, Colin Baker was turned off uh, when it was relaunched, I, I watched the first episode of first two episodes of the uh, Matt Smith era. Realised I was only watching it because of that hot young lady in it. Then realised that's all I'm watching. What the sexy ginger one? Yeah, that one. Me. Karen Gillan. Now that's the only reason I'm watching it. I didn't watch it again. Yeah. Meet a lovely young lady who every Saturday who when it was on. So I go round to her house, and we and literally I thought I was just finishing, so I wasn't interested into it. Cut to work a few years later, break my arm, watch The Adventure in Space and Time because I wanted to be educated. Still couldn't get into Doctor Who. Uh, she decided she doesn't want to do Harry Potter this year because we've done it so many times, twice. And uh, I said, okay, what do you want to do? We're going to do Doctor Who experience then? Okay, okay. I'm going to have to binge watch all up to things up to about eight, nine seasons, eight, nine seasons, eight or nine seasons of Doctor Who. So I binge watched them and I actually saw something in there that I hadn't seen before. So it was whereas 
So it's you'd gone one way of going uh, with Power Rangers. I'd gone yeah. the complete opposite of going like, actually, it is quite good. Now, after the Doctor Who experience and is in Cardiff, so a little shout out if you if you were if you really are a Doctor if you're a Doctor Who fan, go Cardiff. You can find lots and lots of filming locations with a very small radius. If you go to budget, Cardiff, so, you know you yeah. don't need a huge budget to sort of like respect yeah. something you don't like before that you do now. Yeah, I you know like I, I like that. I, that's what won me over with you with Doctor Who is like watch it because it's great from a production standpoint yeah. that would win me over over any sort of taste argument yeah. so, it's, so it's kind of it's, it's kind of interesting that you you go one way I go I go the other but well, that's completely yeah, different strokes isn't it and yeah. I think that's the great thing about I absolutely adore the fact that um, my fi- my friend's done this as well with me and my other friend, you know. Um, is that you can come from. Like, I got you to. I can't believe I got you to like the new Halloween. Yeah. And you love it, don't you? I you really don't like do horror, it. but mm. I, I, it, I, I, I walked out of Halloween with. Wow. This is a horror film. This is a true horror film. It's good. I, I love doing that, though. That's the, the good thing about, like great friends can do that you know like yeah. you can sort of hate a film before and think why did I hate this this is good you know you can do that Lord of the Rings <coughs> I think this I'm not going to I, I will do it because <laughs> Sorry, does. I need to stop she does keep you. saying I will, stop. I will do it I think you need to, I, will. I will stop bullying you about that but like he, he admitted just... it he admitted it bully <laughs> no no but I w- I will joking not. aside you know I know we've got a track this is probably yeah. everything this is all probably going to go into I'm going to probably edit this into the two podcasts now but uh, I just want to say, uh, that, you know, when we finish doing these uh, podcasts, what we do is we sit down and we watch a film, the two of us. Yeah. And uh, that's and our thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. We have to do it. And I'm actually going somewhere. I'm actually going to go somewhere. So we say this is we don't watch like mainstream stuff. I said, well, we'll find something that we want the other one to watch, or we'll find something that we both want to watch that's a little bit out there that we yeah. might not be able to watch with our respective fiancés. So that's that's why. I love doing these things and I love watching films uh, with just the two of us because we, we educate each other on, on our own individual tastes that come together to do these podcasts yeah so anyway. I I think that this is this is, this is me I'm just going to say bye now because I think we've gone far with yeah, I think, I th- yeah I think we are done yeah. yeah but yeah no but like yeah well, I don't really know what to say to that but yeah, yeah. you've summed it up great force be with you yeah indeed yes yeah. goodbye